We are on the cusp of the Yomim Noraim, these 10 days between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. We often loosely translate Nora as awe. The Yamim Noraim are the days of awe. In Genesis, when Jacob awoke from his dream of a ladder in which he beheld the angels of God, he exclaimed, as we read earlier, Ma Nora HaMakom Hazeh, how awesome is this place? And in that sense, Nora really meant wonder, wonder about the sacred of the divine, amazement over the holy. But it doesn't really capture the Hebrew of the word. Nora is also about fear. My favorite Hasidic folk saying around this time of year, even the fish in the sea tremble as the days of awe approach. Yira represents two different human experiences that are linked in the Hebrew but separated in the English. One is amazement and the other is fear. They seem initially like they're two totally distinct inner qualities. You can be transfixed by the sunset on the beach and terrified of a bear. But at the same time, our experience can justify linking them together. Imagine standing right at the lip of the Grand Canyon, looking down into the vast rainbow-colored chasm. You are in awe of its beauty, its depth. You are truly amazed. But at the same time, a part of you is really scared. It makes you feel small, like just a dot in history. And in that sense, fear and amazement really do merge into one incredible experience. In many ways, parenthood has made me appreciate the double meaning of Nora in a whole new way. You look at those little hands of a four-pound baby, and you are so aware of the miracle of creation, the ability of a life, or two lives, to come into the world and develop and grow. But it also makes you more scared than you have ever been in your entire life. You feel the weight of the responsibility of the survival of this little, vulnerable, precious being. I probably have never been so amazed and so completely freaked out as I have been in the last two years. Taking care of something that you love, taking care of something that you have created, makes you appreciate the Nora of God. It gives you the ability to empathize with the ultimate creator. As modern liberal Jews, we tend to seek out the moments of amazement and reject or at least ignore the moments and experiences of fear. We grew up with a lot of guilt, some of us a lot of guilt, and we do not want that to form the foundation of our Jewish identity. We want the apples and honey without the fasting. We want to celebrate the birthday of the year without suffering through hours of vidui, of confessionals. But sometimes I worry that we do that to the detriment of our spiritual experience. We only engage in one tone of our Jewish life, a childlike joy, a mediocre pop song, a one-season sitcom. And we miss out on the range of emotions that constitute religious life. Israeli writer Edgar Carrot recently wrote that Yom Kippur is his favorite holiday Maybe it's because Yom Kippur is the only holiday I know that because of its very nature recognizes human weakness. If on Passover Moses and God settled accounts with the Egyptians, on Hanukkah Judah Maccabee beat the mm out of the Greeks, 
And on Israeli Independence Day, we fought bravely against the Arabs with our, and won our country. On Yom Kippur, we're not a heroic dynasty or a people, but a collection of individuals who look in the mirror, are ashamed of what demands shame, and ask forgiveness for what can be forgiven. So maybe it's easier to love a holiday that commands you to eat jelly donuts than a holiday that requires you to put yourself in a vulnerable, uncomfortable position. But when you're finally done, you feel that thanks to that weird holiday, you've gotten rid of a burden that has been oppressing you for a very long time without you ever knowing how much. I think Edgar Carrot teaches us that we need Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. We need all 10 days of awe. Because Judaism, like real life, is not always fun and it's not always positive. Sometimes we should feel a little uncomfortable, maybe a lot uncomfortable. There is productive discomfort in those rare moments of real silence. When you think not about, what am I making for dinner tonight? Did I remember to pay that bill? Oh, I hope I put my cell phone on vibrate. How embarrassing it would be if it went off in the middle of services. And you push through to the bigger questions that are much harder to ask. Do I find meaning in my work? Do I even need to find meaning in my work to be happy? Do I show up when my friends need me? Do they show up when I need them? Do I tell my family that I love them? Do I listen to what they tell me? The questions that help us make big decisions, the questions that push us to change, the questions that open up space for tshuva, for true ability to turn and turn and come to a different place in our lives. We ultimately need both elements of yira, both fear and amazement in our lives. We need a healthy sense of fear, but also an inspiring sense of wonder to build a sustainable, rich Jewish identity in the 21st century. Hasidic rabbi Yitzhak of Berdichev teaches, both awe and love are the polarities that keep our soul in balance. So during these yamim noraim, during these days of awe, I hope that you do not shy away from moments of trembling. The times when we realize how small and vulnerable we really are in the world, yet how great our potential to do ourselves and others harm. And I hope that you experience moments of amazement, the power of coming together as a community to sing, to pray, to reflect, and to mark another year that we are alive in the world, to aspire to be our best selves. Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat shalom.